The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This happened literally last week. So I was at, at an, a certain event, and uh, we won't go into a lot of details, but basically it was a highly insulting event. Really insulting, but, and to compound the matters to make it even worse, I had relatives of mine who happened to have been in the, the crowd to have seen that humiliating experience. Usually I don't share it with anyone. It happens a few times. But I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make anything to do with it. So a few of the relatives who saw this experience happening comes over to me and goes, what in the world? Like, uh, are you upset? I said, no, I'm not upset. Like, come on, you can tell me, really, are you upset? I said, no, I'm not upset. Why are you not upset? I said, two reasons. Number one, I, this has happened to me so many times that, Baruch Hashem, I feel I've worked on myself enough that it doesn't bother me. And number two, which probably can help for number one is, every single time, Something really bad happens to me. It's Yeridah L'Tzorach Aliyah. I get smacked down because it's like the rubber band getting pulled back because I'm about to shoot up. Something really good's about to happen. So I told this person, I said, you watch and see, something really good is about to happen to me. No doubt about it. I've seen it happen so many times because you have to know it's a tikkun. Fine. While I am saying this, I suddenly get a phone call. It's a phone call. Kvodarav. Where are you, Rabbi? So I go, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. There was a guy who called me, and I was in the middle of teaching, and while he called me, he was speaking, he said something about Haifa, Los Angeles, Miami, uh, I'm like, you can come, whatever. I didn't even know what I was saying. I said, yeah, 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 it's fine, all right? So, turns out, a guy got on a plane from Los Angeles to Miami to speak with me that evening. I told him, yes, come. And he's here in the Beit Knesset, here in Shara Israel, waiting to speak to me. Where are you, Rabbi? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm not available to be there. Like, Excuse me. I told the person, listen, can we meet tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. He says, Kvodarav, I only came to Miami to speak with you. I have a message to tell you. Message to tell me? Why can't you tell me on the phone? I can't tell you on the phone. I have to tell it to you in person. I came from L.A., to Miami, just to tell you this story, and I'm leaving tomorrow on a direct flight to Israel tomorrow. I have to tell the story to you. I said, okay, Nets Minyan at 6.30, come at 6 o'clock and we'll meet. Comes at 6 o'clock, looks like Adam Chashuv. Say, what's your name? He tells me his name, and he tells me he's the Rosh Yeshiva of Yeshiva in Haifa called Nachlat Alevim. He says, this Yeshiva is the biggest Yeshiva in Haifa. They have 300 Bachurim. 250 Avrechim. So it's at least 550, probably more, because they have staff too, are people that are under, under his direct guidance. He says, I came to thank you. Came to thank me? I don't, I don't even know who you are. He says, let me explain to you. He says, do you give shiurim on Torah anytime? I said, yes. He says, you have a Tamid of yours that listens to your shiurim every single day in Los Angeles. And you spoke a year and a half ago about giving the best return on your investment. Do you remember what you said? I said, oh yeah. I said, oh, I happen to remember that. I said, I was talking about it. everyone looks for the best deal, the best return on their investment, most bang for their buck. I was saying, invest in eternity. Invest in a kolel. Invest in yeshiva, bet yakov, mikveh. All these things, the returns are eternal. How can you not invest in that? I said, I don't even get paid money from this group. Call adapt a kolel. Just take a kolel under your wings. Be mechazek them. You'll never know what you're going to do for them. You're literally the one that's going to be standing them on their feet. I don't even get a cut from them. And I'm telling you, this is a great investment. He says, when you gave that shiur a year and a half ago, this person was listening to that. 
And he was on fire. He goes, you know what? Rabbi Sova's right. Next guy who walks through the door, I'm going to help him. He says, Rabbi, I was the next guy. I walked into his office. I introduced myself. He says, tell me, where you come from? Chefa. Oh, Chefa. Okay. Tell me, what's up there up north? He tells him, we have Bachurim, 300 yeshiva, 300 Bachurim. Okay. 250 in the light. Whoa. says, okay. What's your monthly expenses? You want to know the number? Yeah, I want to know the number. Okay. $250,000. Rabbi, for the past year and a half, he's been writing us a check for $250,000 a month. And I came here to say thank you. You helped give us $4.5 million thus far of a drasha that you gave. Amazing. That's an amazing story that somebody could literally take something like that and concretize, make it real. And I didn't even know, I didn't, I, to this day, I still don't even know the person. I never met them personally. Unbelievable. Someone can act like that and act upon that. Every one of us could do that too. If you understand that there's a tikkun and a reason for wherever it is, you listen to something, you hear something, you see something, act upon it. That's the tikkun you could do. If you're in a dark place, remember, you're being sheltered. Ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is protecting you and making a tikkun for you that you could transform that and make it something very powerful. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.